From Mendocino County Public Broadcasting, this is the KZYX News for Tuesday, August 9th. I'm Sarah Reith. The Board of Supervisors is facing fierce criticism after its unanimous decision last week to support Chair Ted Williams's request to send a letter to the state controller asking for help with the county's books. I think we have a financial crisis here, and we, you know, we just don't know how bad it is. But the county's own financial experts say the real problems are miscommunication, misinformation, and a lack of financial understanding at the leadership level. On Tuesday afternoon, after last week's Board of Supervisors meeting, Shamise Cubison, the newly elected Treasurer Tax Collector Auditor Controller, wrote a letter to the board complaining that there was a lot of misinformation discussed at today's meeting and no opportunity for rebuttal or open discussion. I would hope the board would seek information directly before spreading rumors. She took on Williams' assertion that he hasn't been able to get a credible financial report the whole time he's been in office, writing that the statement that outside auditor recommendations are being ignored and not implemented is false. She claims that she'd already explained to Williams that the outside auditor makes adjustments to the information depending on where it's being reported, whether on a financial statement or to the state or federal government. And in an interview, retired Treasurer Tax Collector Sherry Schapmeyer said communication deteriorated severely during COVID, but she thinks the problem runs deeper than that. The majority of this board is ill-equipped to comprehend the financial complexities that are inherent in the operation of a county. And I believe that what is making this situation worse is that they also lacked the communication skills to have any dialogue with any staff outside of the CEO's office that may be able to assist them. So I, right out of the chute, I want to say I do not believe that the state controller's office needs to access the records or clean anything up. Do you think that there is a financial crisis? From what I knew when I left, absolutely not. I do not believe there's a financial crisis. I've been through a financial crisis. I know what a financial crisis is. Cubison emphasized the theme that financial information is available and laid out some details about a breakdown in communication. She wrote that shortly before his retirement last year, she and former Auditor Controller Lloyd Weir met with members of the Executive Office fiscal team to discuss the projected deficits in the health plan, which they expected to keep growing. The shortfall in the health plan for fiscal year 2020-2021 was $3.6 million. The projected shortfall this year is another $4 million. Cubison wrote that it's unfortunate that the CEO's office and the health plan consultants did not sound the alarm sooner on the growing deficit, but that's not because the information was not available. Mr. Weir and I both believed the CEO's office would present the issue during the already scheduled future board agenda item to go over the health plan. We were both surprised that a higher health plan contribution rate was not requested at that meeting. For her part, Schapmeyer took umbrage at board comments about a lack of skill in the financial offices particularly Supervisor Glenn McGordy's assertion that he supports a professional financial office, which is what most big organizations have, where you appoint people based on their skill set and a proven track record of handling money well. And if we look back through Mendocino County's history at the auditor, controller, and tax collector, treasurer, we don't see that pattern. Schatmeyer drew on history to refute the claim. You go back a decade ago and look at the financial meltdown, there was an unbelievable effort in place by the CEO, auditor, treasure tax collector, and the city board of supervisors, all working together to address severe financial issues that the county was facing. And 
despite these claims, this group was extremely qualified to address those catastrophic issues and, and they were addressed. And I think there absolutely was a proven track record of uh, those individuals that were there at the time, me being one of them, that um, you know, we handled this during the, the most dire of times. And I think that if Supervisor McGordy hasn't seen this, he was not paying attention the last decade. So I just feel there is um, there, it almost feels like they have some inadequacies at the board. And it's almost like they're publicly airing irresponsible and inaccurate information because they're trying to deflect from those inadequacies. Schapmeyer thinks the board should have allowed the auditor's office to replace Weir as soon as possible after he left. Leaving the top position vacant for months and then consolidating the offices of treasurer, tax collector, and auditor controller were two decisions that leave her with very deep concerns. She also does not have confidence in the fiscal team at the county's executive office. There was a lot of stuff this financial team doesn't know anything about, and all those things are going to come up. And I, I get, you know, nobody knew, nobody knew what these offices did before they consolidated the positions, and nobody really cared to find out. Looking to the future, Schapmeyer thinks last week's public stumble could affect the county's credit rating. At its meeting next week, the board will discuss how much money it wants to leverage through bonds to pay for the new jail. Anytime that you want to issue new debt, a rating agency is going to review the county's credit rating. And in order to maintain a positive credit rating and receive the best rate, they need to see that there is a stable government, uh, you know, the governing body, the financial leadership team. And I think that by saying these kind of things and acting like this county doesn't have a clue what's going on, I don't think they understand the consequences of their actions. For KZYX News, I'm Sarah Wright. For all our local news, with photos and more, visit kzyx.org. You can also subscribe to the KZYX News Podcast, wherever you get your podcasts.